Welcome to the Mindfulness Meditation Podcast presented by the Rubin Museum of Art. We are a museum in Chelsea, New York City that connects visitors to the art and ideas of the Himalayas and serves as a space for reflection and personal transformation. I'm your host, Tashi Chodron. Every Monday, we present a meditation session inspired by a different artwork from the Rubin Museum's collection and led by a prominent meditation teacher from the New York area. This podcast is a recording of our weekly practice currently held virtually. In the description for each episode, you will find information about the theme for that week's session, including an image of the related artwork. Our Mindfulness Meditation Podcast is presented in partnership with Sharon Salzberg and teachers from the New York Insight Meditation Center, the Interdependence Project, and Parabola Magazine, and supported by the Frederick Lenz Foundation for American Buddhism. And now, please enjoy your practice. Tashi Delek, and welcome. Welcome to Mindfulness Meditation Online with Rubin Museum of Art. I am Tashi Chodron, and I'm so happy to be your host today. Thank you so much for posting where you're joining from. I see Brooklyn, San Miguel de Allende, Mexico, Seattle, Silver Springs, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and from all over Manhattan, San Francisco, Wisconsin, and wow, someone as far as Scotland. Thank you so much for joining. And for those of you who are first time, we are a museum of Himalayan art and ideas in New York City. And we are so glad to have all of you join us for our weekly program where we combine art and meditation online. Inspired from our collection, we will take a look at work of art from our collection. We will hear a brief talk from our teacher, and then we will have a short sit, 15 to 20 minutes for the meditation guided by our teacher. Now let's take a look at today's theme and artwork. The theme this month is gratitude. As we are coming to an end of the year, I want to personally thank each and every one of you for your support in joining us in our weekly mindfulness sessions. The art connection for today's session is this beautiful Vasudhara, goddess of abundance. Vasudhara, whose name means stream of gems in Sanskrit. In Tibetan, she's known as Norjunma, stream of wealth prosperity, abundance. This beautiful sculpture is from Nepal, 17th century gilt copper alloy, about seven and a half into five and a half inches sculpture. This is not on view in the gallery. Uh, the connection to the theme is the expression of gratitude towards um, wealth, prosperity. Uh, Vasudhara is one of the most popular goddesses worshipped in many Buddhist countries and is a subject of Buddhist legends and art. This beautiful sculpture may have been set up in either a home shrine or a monastery where devotees would pray to her for wealth, prosperity, and children. Yes, those who are not able to conceive prays to goddess Vasudhara for a child. Vasudhara has many forms and is also depicted as the consort of Zambala, another important wealth deity in Buddhism. Her left leg folded and right leg extended, as you see here. This position is known as royal ease position. In each of her six arms, she holds 
objects pertaining to life and abundance, jewels, and overflowing pot. Um, lower right hand is open with her palm facing upward, resting on her right knee, is in a gesture of giving often known as supreme generosity, while her middle left hand holds a rice stalk. After the rice is harvested, her image is placed upon piles of rice stalks as a means of expressing gratitude for the abundance of the season. Her body appears yellow, much like rice stalks with yellow, also being the color of prosperity and abundance. Her name means shower of wealth and is worshipped after the rice harvest. Goddess Vasudhara is associated with the autumn in the Kathmandu Valley. Now let's bring on our teacher for today. Our teacher today is Dr. Rebecca Lee. Dr. Rebecca Lee, a Dharma lineage holder of Chan Master Shen Yan, is the founder and guiding teacher of Chan Dharma community. She started practicing with Master Shen Yan in the 1990s and served as his translator until his passing in 2009. She later trained with and received full Dharma transmission from one of his Dharma heirs, Dr. Simon Child, in 2016. Currently, she teaches meditation and Dharma classes, gives public lectures and leads retreats in North America and the UK. Her talks and writings can be found at RebeccaLee.org. She's a sociology professor at the College of New Jersey, where she also serves as faculty director of the Alan Dowdy Center for the Study of Social Justice. Her new book is Allow Joy into Our Hearts, Chan Practice in Uncertain Times. Thank you so much, Dr. Rebecca Lee, for being here. Thank you so much, Tashi and everyone uh, for being here. Uh, it's really lovely to be here practicing with all of you. And uh, this month's theme, gratitude, wonderful theme. And uh, also thank you, Tashi, for the beautiful description, introduction to uh, the artwork today uh, on abundance and very much related to gratitude. And when we think about gratitude, um, you've, uh, it really is uh, this appreciative heart um, that we are experiencing. It is the quality of mind that actually can be cultivated through practice. And when we cultivate this uh, appreciative mind, we can uh, we are all really cultivating like, like this antidote to this unhelpful habits of suffering, right? The suffering, the habit of suffering is a habit of where we feel whatever is happening in the present moment is not good enough. Something is not good enough. Um, I want something to be more or different. And this is the experience of suffering. And as you know, um, if you have experienced this suffering, you know that uh, it makes us miserable and often it compels us to um, act in a way that causes harm to others. So um, when we engage in practice of meditation, what we do is we use the method of meditation to settle down the mind. And by using the bodily sensations such as our breath to maintain contact with each emerging present moment and do so gently. And when we do this moment after moment, the mind will settle naturally. 
And when the mind settles, then the mind becomes clear. And with this clear awareness, we can be fully here. And this allows us to recognize and connect with all the causes and conditions that make this moment possible. So I'm going to invite you to join me here. This moment of being here in this mindfulness meditation workshop and all the causes and conditions that make it possible. For example, that we are um, healthy enough today, uh, the, our bodies being nourished, uh, and our life circumstances allow us to take this time to be here practicing with everyone. And of course, um, the all the staff and supporters of the Reuven Museum uh, who has been working very hard in organizing and attending to many, many details behind the scene to make this workshop run smoothly. And also, of course, uh, our internet works, the technology works, our computer um, so running the way it, we hope it to so that we can join this workshop. Of course, all the other participants who join us in this uh, practice today and also many, many past sessions so that everyone feels inspired to continue to have this practice opportunity together. So I take great joy in seeing many um, participants uh, saying hi, where they are coming from, and many participants joining from all over the country. And um, so when we uh, allow this uh, clear awareness to let us connect with all the causes and conditions coming together to make this present moment possible. We realize that this moment is a miracle. And, um, and, and when we connect with this feeling that this moment really is a miracle, as all these causes and conditions come together, and this appreciative heart arises naturally. Uh, we feel so blessed, this, uh, this sense of abundance of all the wonderful things uh, going right, happening to make this possible. And um, it's allow us to connect with contentment and joy in our hearts. Um, as we do not feel the this sense of a deprivation or sense of not having enough, sense of a, whatever is happening in this moment is not good enough. It's like we just feel this is so, uh, what a miracle to be here that all this is coming together. And so we can connect with and cultivate this appreciative heart by practicing being fully here with our body and mind in this space, moment after moment, cultivating this clear awareness that all the of all the causes and conditions coming together to make this moment possible. And as we practice, practice this way, cultivate our mind this way, we will notice that when we, the moment we remember to practice with this full presence, and clear awareness of moment-to-moment -moment emergence of causes and conditions, this gratitude arises. And it is a natural rising of this appreciative heart. It's not something contrived telling ourselves, I should feel grateful. And um, also we will notice that in some moments, we may forget 
uh, maybe because we're busy or we're distracted, and then we forget to practice. We forget to be fully here in this present moment, and um, the mind's agitated, and we notice our uh, selves falling into the very entrenched habits of nitpicking the present moment, and that's the moment when we uh, disconnect from uh, disconnected from this appreciative heart and gratitude. So when we um, notice this, how it changes moment to moment, then we also recognize that every moment we can choose to come back to reconnect with the practice of being fully here, directly experiencing the body and mind in this space, moment after moment, to allow to allow gratitude to arise. Now, as you notice, what we are talking about is not this um, idea of forcing ourselves to be grateful. Um, you might have yourself experience uh, this idea of like, oh, you should be grateful, you know, or other people had it much worse than you. And, um, when we, there might be moments you feel like I like I I don't feel grateful. In fact, I don't want to force myself to feel grateful. And it is helpful to remember that when we are disconnected from gratitude, this naturally arising um, from the full presence that brings appreciation, filling our hearts. These are moments when we are suffering. Oftentimes that happens when um, we are tired or when we are stressed, the mind is agitated. So if we try to tell ourselves that you should be grateful, um, it's a way of being very harsh and judgmental to ourselves. And it is not kindness to ourselves. And in fact, it is not uh, very helpful, uh, oftentimes quite counterproductive kind of causing ourselves to um, not want to feel grateful even further and suffering more. And here, I'd like to share with you a couple of lines from my root teacher, Master Shen Yan. Um, here he says, if you haven't ever suffered, you cannot sympathize with others who are suffering. I want to share this uh, two lines with you because when we remember these two lines, and then in the moments we are suffering, um, we and we cannot feel gratitude, we can remember that actually um, suffering is okay because it helps us empathize with other people. To remember that we all suffer as human beings. And actually, our experience of suffering allows us to fully connect with our fellow human beings. So we do not feel so alone. And to be able to fully know our suffering, it allows our empathy and compassion to arise instead of being judgmental or rejecting others and feeling disconnected. We actually allows us to suffer less and also cause less suffering others. And so when we remember this in moments of our suffering, 
of being disconnected from gratitude. Actually, gratitude arises naturally when we、uh, notice this. So, when we can practice with this attitude, we don't need to fear or hate suffering, because、um, as we cultivate gratitude, we can remember to be fully present with the present moment experience of suffering. Instead of trying to resist or block it out, because it's already part of the present moment, and our clear awareness of how our habitual reactivity shows up in all kinds of stories, maybe thought patterns, maybe strong compulsive feelings, then we can realize that we don't need to let them take over. And we don't need to add them out, and we don't need to、um, add more fuel to what is unfolding. Instead, what we can do is to allow these thoughts and feelings to be fully felt and seen, and then be discharged, freeing ourselves from the unhelpful habits of suffering. So when we practice this way. We can allow gratitude to arise, regardless of our circumstances. When things are going well, gratitude for we can have gratitude for all the causes and conditions coming together that make this moment possible. So we do not become、uh, arrogant. And when we are facing adversity, we can give we can feel gratitude for the opportunity. To practice in the face of adversity, and to grow in wisdom and compassion. So let's start practicing some meditation together. I'd like to invite you to put your body in a comfortable posture, conducive to relaxation. And I take you through a whole body relaxation. Feel the relaxation of the top of the head. Directly experience the subtle sensations of our scalp, relaxing as we allow allow the tension to melt away. And feel the relaxation. Spread to the forehead, and feel the relaxation. Spread to the eyeballs and eye muscles. We hold a lot of tension in this area by habits in our daily life. From all the analyzing, judging, comparing, and right here, right now, there is no need to do that. We can give these muscles a vacation and allow allow the tension to melt away. And feel the relaxation 
spread to the facial muscles. Check to see if we are holding tension in some part of our face by habit. Perhaps to hold a certain facial expression for others to see. Right here, right now, there is no need to do that. And we can give these muscles a vacation. And allow, allow the tension to melt away. And feel the relaxation spread to the entire head. And feel the relaxation spread down the neck muscles and down to the shoulder muscles. Directly experience the subtle sensations of these muscles softening like melting butter as we allow, allow the tension to melt away. Feel the relaxation spread down the arms, down to the forearms, and all the way down to the fingertips. And feel the relaxation spread to the chest area. Check to see if we hold tension in this area by habit. Maybe from anxiety, sadness. Grief, fear, worry. Right here, right now, we can give them a rest and allow, allow the tension to melt away. And feel the relaxation Spread down the torso and all the way down to the lower abdomen. Trust that the skeletal structure can hold up the body. And these lower abdominal muscles do not need to work so hard. We can give these muscles a vacation too. In the lung, 
the tension to melt away. And feel the relaxation spread to the upper back. Directly experience the subtle sensations of these muscles softening as we allow, allow the tension to melt away. And feel the relaxation spread down the back to the lower back. And all the way down to the buttocks where we feel the sensations the body sitting on the seat. And feel the relaxation spread down to the thigh muscles and down the legs and all the way down to the toes. And feel the relaxation of the entire body sitting right here, right now. Moment after moment. With this clear, wakeful mind. And as we do so, we'll notice the subtle changing sensations of the body moving as it breathes with the expansion in contraction of the diaphragm and the rib cage. We can rest our attention on the subtle changing sensations of the body breathing moment after moment to anchor our mind to each emerging present moment. Allowing the body to breathe on its own. The body knows how to breathe. It's doing so since the moment we were born. All we need to do is to be here. 
directly experiencing the subtle changing sensations of the body breathing. And you may notice sometimes the mind drifts off, losing contact with the subtle changing sensations of the body breathing. Not a problem. We can use that as an opportunity to practice remembering to come back to reconnect with the subtle changing sensations of the body breathing. It doesn't matter how often or how long the mind drifts off. As long as we find our way back the method, we are practicing well. And we notice thoughts, story, memories rising in the mind. Not a problem. That too is part of the present moment. Allow them to be there. Allow them to be fully felt and seen and heard. There's no need to engage with them, talk back at them. And when they're ready to move on, they move on on their own and allow them to move on. moment after moment, cultivate this clear awareness, of our body-mind sitting in this space.
maintain this clear awareness as we transition from stillness to motion by moving our palms slowly and rotate our body from small circle into bigger and bigger circles. And maintain this clear awareness of the changing sensations as the body moves. And this will allow us to take the clarity and stability of mind cultivated in sitting meditation into our life lived emotion. Thank you so much for that beautiful session, Dr. Rebecca Lee. That concludes this week's practice. If you would like to support the Rubin and this meditation series, we invite you to become a member of the Rubin. If you are looking for more inspiring content, please check out our other podcast, Awaken, which uses art to explore the dynamic paths to enlightenment and what it means to wake up. Season 2, hosted by Ravina Arora, is out now and explores the transformative power of emotions using a mandala as a guide. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. Have a mindful day.